Uh-huh. I know what you're thinking. Is this the booth drafting the circuits? Three-way theater or the Kevin Jackson show? Well, to tell you the truth in all this excitement, I kinda lost track myself here on Hoobazoo.com. So, do you feel lucky, punk? Oscar Mike Radio. Come in. Come in, Oscar Mike Radio. Sinister One, this is Oscar Mike. I have Ulima Charlie over. Folks, good evening. This is your host with the most, Travis with Oscar Mike Radio. And today it's kind of part two because I have Marlene from Central Illinois who came on the show earlier this year to talk about her father going on honor flight to Washington, D.C. and how exciting that was. And she's graciously agreed to come back on and talk to us about her actual experience. So she's an old Oscar Mike Radio veteran. She's done this before. Marlene, welcome to the show. Thank you. So you were when we talked last time, you were trying to go to Honor Flight, and now you actually went. So I'm just going to turn it over to you. Just start with the beginning and kind of tell us, you know, how this went down and what your experience was like. Well, I um, my dad happened to sign up in um, the spring and from um, an honor flight um, out of Peoria, and things didn't go like we had planned through it. And so I kept searching until I found an honor net um, system and that out of Ohio. And that, and my dad was ready to just kind of throw in the towel since. He didn't think we were going to be able to go, and I said, I'm not going to give up until I can find a way for us to go. So I finally got a hold of um, the Honor Flight Network out of Ohio, and I told them my situation and everything, and um, they had me fill out applications and send them back in, and then they called me back. And in the meantime, uh, about two months ago, my dad ended up having a stroke, so that kind of um, had to put a stop to everything for a little bit, and they got a hold. The honor flight got a hold of me again. And I told them and that, and they said, "Well, once my dad got straightened up, where he could go to get back in touch with them." So I um, recontacted them in the middle of June, and they gave me this date. And I asked my dad if he wanted to go, and he said, "Yeah, we'll go ahead and take that date." And that which was June 23rd through the 25th, and the 23rd ended up being my birthday, so it was nice birthday and kind of like a late Father's Day gift for my dad to go. And we left early Friday morning at a Peoria airport and ended up 
getting out there in Baltimore about two o'clock, I think, in the afternoon on Friday. And so, so let me ask: When um, I went to the one in Boston, there was a lot of people at the airport to see the veterans off. What was your experience like? You know, coming to the airport. Well, it was just a little different because um, we were doing like it, this was like a solo flight program that we were going through. So we didn't have like a big send off like normal on our flights. We were going by ourselves and meeting up with other veterans from across the country and out, out there. And that, this was called a Lone Eagle um, solo flight program through the um it was a different type of a program and everything. So, Marlene, what was your experience like when you got to Baltimore? Um, at first, I was a little nervous and because and, we ended up having to switch flights, connecting flights, and this was the first time I've ever flown before. And that, and, But the whole experience was good and everything. Once we got to Baltimore, then we had two people from the Honor Flight Network meet us at as we were coming out our gate and that, and they showed us, got us to the shuttle and everything and over to the hotel. And we had to sign in with the honor flight and they told us what, what we were going to do and everything. And that, um, like Friday night we had a banquet dinner thing. And of course they called me up in front of everybody and that, that was there in our group and had to sing happy birthday to me in front of everybody. <laughs> oh, the shame. Oh, embarrassment yeah <laughs> that must have been terrible oh it was i don't like getting up in front of people but i went ahead and got up well, you could have fooled me <laughs> so so um so, so that was friday what, ha what happened saturday how did saturday go saturday we had a buffet breakfast and that that was all taken care of and then we got on a big tour bus and we had a motorcade um oh wow that shuttled us or got us to washington all the sites and then we had still the same motorcade all the way back to baltimore and when we got done and that was something to see especially it wasn't so bad the traffic wasn't saturday morning but when we were coming back Saturday evening and I we had the one police officer on a motorcycle in front of us and he was giving hand motions and telling the traffic to slow down and the highways were really busy and that and if they didn't slow down he would get right up beside them and tap on their cars or trucks and that to have them move over well, and nice. that, yeah it was really nice so so you and get, that, oh, oh go ahead and then um, our first stop was at the World War II Memorial, which was really nice. My dad and I both liked it. What, 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 what was your dad like when he was seeing this, uh, you know, up close and personal like this? How, how did your father look? Um, I think he was just pretty well excited. I just kind of kept eye on him and that because I didn't know there were wheelchairs available and that uh, in case. They needed him and that, and with him just coming off from having a stroke and that, I just kind kind of watched him a little bit. But he was he was really, I think, um, overwhelmed with everything and that. And what did you guys go see next? 
Um, then we went to the Vietnam, the Korean, and the Lincoln Memorial sites, and that because they were all right there together. And and um, we went down through the Vietnam one, and I had taken some pictures, and that was a big story there. I left my regular camera that I was expecting to take pictures in my dad's truck at the airport in Peoria. So oh. I ended up having to get get another, like one of those. I don't know, disposable like cameras or whatever they're called and that to take pictures and stuff and that. But it was pretty nice. My dad, he wasn't really looking for any particular name on the Vietnam Memorial. We just went down and just um, went by. You could do an etching and that if you found a name that you knew, you could do an etching of that name and, and everything. They had like pieces of paper and a little pencil or something in that that you could use and I don't know it's just all so so real and that just looking around through so we went through the so Vietnam one first and then we went back around through the Lincoln Memorial we took the elevator up and that because there was like 52 steps straight up and down and our tour guides told us not to try to climb all those stairs because we would get short-winded and tired and then we had a lot more walking to do so we we took the elevator which it was kind of crowded there that day you could only get maybe six people at the most in that little tiny elevator and it was hot and stuff but that was pretty fascinating to see everything just up close and you went through the monuments and you're seeing all this and after the disappointment from not being able to go the last time what was it really like for you to experience this with your father? How did that feel for you? It was just um, very grateful, I guess, and that just to be there for my dad and that to go through everything and and seeing his expression and that. And he really seemed like he was real relaxed and enjoyed himself. And we the biggest thing in that that I think he really liked, of course, he gets a lot of it back here, but... Immediately after we get off at each site, off the tour bus, we had other people clapping for all the veterans or coming up and shaking their hands and telling them thank you for their service and everything. How do you think that made him feel? I think it made him really feel proud and that because, like I said, he gets that a lot from complete strangers back here. And now he'll have – he has several different hats that has um, – either Vietnam veteran or Navy CBs and that on it. And he'll just have complete strangers just come up and shake his hand or pat him on the back and tell him, thank you for his service and everything. And that's so. Was it nice seeing your father, you know, honored like that? How, how did that make you feel? It felt me, uh, it made me feel, um, very proud of what he has done and now serving our country and that and getting from going over and serving over in Vietnam and then coming back here and that making it back to the States and everything and that. And I was, I'm just very proud of him, what, everything he's done. And well, I mean, it's just sometimes, you know, as kids and children, you, you hear about what your, your, your family member has done in the service and it doesn't really connect until these times so it's it's always interesting to have somebody tell me how this 
experience went for them. You know, again, you know, the Honor Flight and Boss and some of the the, the people accompanying their their loved ones were grandkids, and they had no idea that their grandfathers did any of this stuff. So it was a really powerful moment for them, and they treasured the the opportunity to go and see this happen. And I'm sure you felt the same way as his daughter. Uh, I guess one of my questions I'd ask is do your sons have any or your kids you know how many daughters do you no just two boys two boys do they have any yes okay so do they have any uh thoughts about joining the military or serving their country in some way um austin my oldest one did there for a while and that and then he kind of changed his mind and that and my youngest one he still he'll be a senior in high school this year and that and he still goes around like when when a representative from either the army or whatever comes to the school and that he'll go and talk to him and that but he hasn't really decided for sure what he really wants to do and and stuff yet so but i'm glad at least they were looking and my oldest one austin really wanted to go with us and um out to the to washington but at the time he he was busy with an internship from college and everything so he wasn't able to go or anything and uh, how does your mom uh feel about all this she was really happy that we got to go and that um she kind of wished she could have went too, but through the honor flight and that spouses um, are not allowed to go. And that for some reason, I'm not really why they, they're not allowed to go, but they're not um, allowed to go with unless their loved one is like a terminally ill or something and that where they had to go. But um but she was really excited that I had the opportunity to go with my dad and share an experience. And, of course, we brought photos back. And my dad's been telling everybody and that, um, that he comes up to and that um, about the Washington experience and, and stuff. And we, ha we had met with a family from um, Tennessee. Our oldest veteran that was with us was, like, 91. Oh, wow. And the youngest. Or there were three or four of them that were probably not too far behind him in age. Now, I think we had altogether 15 veterans that had been served in the Vietnam War. And I think only um, a few World War II veterans and a couple Korean War veterans and that on, on our, um, in our group. So, but they were really nice people. And in fact, we, after our, supper on Friday night we sat outside our hotel and that because it was, it was nice and cool and we just sat out and visited with the family and that was a husband and wife and the wife's dad and that and we sat outside and visited with them for a long time and and stuff and so it was really nice meeting different people you got to meet different people you got to do this with your dad uh will you ever fly again I would fly in a heartbeat. I loved it. I really did. Awesome. And I've I been telling the boys, and then I said, you know, you see the clouds and stuff from down here, but when you get 30,000 feet up in the air like we were, I said, it's a whole different picture. It's just fascinating. And now we had um, 
seats just out with the on either the right wing side. My dad had the left wing side at one one of the flights in that, but it was just an uh, an awestruck view of just seeing everything and that like that. Awesome, awesome. And what did you think of Washington D.C.? I liked it, and I was really big, and I. I we had a like a um, box lunch. We had on the um, motor coach ride, and we took a tour around through Washington while we were eating lunch. So we got to see from a distance the White House, and then we got to see the the Capitol and and stuff and different things. And we made our way over to the Navy Museum. Which my dad, I think, was just a little bit disappointed in the Navy Museum because they didn't have too much on the Navy Seabees as much as he thought they would. They, I think they only had a couple things, and he was, I think, hoping to see more about the Seabees and at the Navy Museum. But they had more, uh, like, the the ships and different things and that. But And then we got them from there, and then we went to Arlington, to, and we got to see the changing of the guard, and that was pretty fascinating to see that. Yeah, was that for the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier? Yes. That's a pretty awesome experience, isn't it? Yes, it is. We had, I mean, it wasn't a big crowd and that, so we got, like, right up in the front to actually see, and that, that was just really something, and, that, and just to be able to stand there and that as watch those guards and getting inspected and everything when they, before they change and everything. That was just, I said, I don't think I could ever stand that still and <laughs> being looked up and down and that and being all expected and that. But that was just fascinating just to see how many um, soldiers that had really been buried out there. I think they told us there was 450,000 plus soldiers buried in Arlington. Yeah, it's a pretty, uh, it's a pretty, I don't know how to describe it, but when I saw it, it really brought home that, you know, that what we enjoy was paid for dearly, and somebody gave their life so we could do what we're doing now. And I'm really happy you got to experience all this, and it's nice seeing and hearing this new perspective on things that some of us just, you know, you don't think about all that time and every day. So I'm glad you got to go. Uh, would you recommend anybody else do Honor Flight again? Or, or I would recommend anybody. My dad's been telling people, too, if you know a loved one that's served in any of the wars or anything, and if they're able to get them out there for they can experience what we experienced and everything and that so okay. and if you can't get through like your local if there's not a local honor hub and that try to get like i i just kept searching until i found this honor flight the main i think it's the main branch out of ohio it's called honor flight network and that get a hold of them and they'll get you all taken care of and everything so yeah folks we'll have a link to honor flight uh in the oscar mike radio uh episode post and you can check it out there also uh, maybe Marlene here will give us some of the pictures and we'll put them in the uh, uh, photo album post as well 
But uh, I just want to thank you for taking the time to talk with me and share with me about your experience. You know, some people don't know this is out there. And, and for me, it was when, you know, I, I rode with the Patriot Guard to see the veterans off. I, I was just amazed. A lot of people came out to see it. And I think people don't understand what everybody did back then. Like, you know, your dad being a CB, they would be building, you know, major things for the Navy under fire right there in the middle of the war zone and getting it done. It, it's just, you know, it's little things like that. You don't get to meet people like that every day. So I just, you know, from me to him, thank him for his service. And uh, I just, sometimes you need a daughter who's just never going to quit, never going to give up to get something done. And you certainly exemplify that. Yeah, I just wanted to do it for my dad, and I wanted to get him out there, you know, why his health was good at the moment. I mean, he's been experiencing some other health issues and out here lately and that, but I just wanted him to get there and be able to enjoy it while he could. Well, and, then, uh, then mission accomplished, and you crushed it, you did it. And I'm sure it's something you're going to remember the rest of your life and, and pass on to your sons and your grandkids. And certainly it's a, a time you, you can't put a price tag on it. So, you know, from me to you, thank you. You're welcome. Well, folks, we'll put this on and you can check out everything Marlene did with her dad with the pictures. And if you have any feedback or questions for her, you can leave a comment on the site or email me. Travis at OscarMikeRadio.com, and I'll have Marlene reply. So for episode, this is coming to a close. Thank you very much. Marlene, I appreciate you talking to me, and if you got something else coming down the line, ever military-related, let me know. Okay. Well, this is Travis with Oscar Mike Radio. OMR out. Oscar Mike Radio, over and out. Oscar Mike Radio, do you copy? Turns to one actual, I have you five by five. Oscar Mike Radio is in route. Copy that, Sinister One. Coming at you from the city of champions, Brockton, Massachusetts.
Come in, Oscar Mike Radio. Oscar Mike Radio. Veteran in action. On the move, on mission, always. Off we go.